From the Atonement Fargo studio on South University Drive in Fargo, North Dakota, this is That Podcast? To contact the crew, submit your questions or comments, do it at atonement.live slash podcast. And now, here's those crazy people with That Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of That Podcast. My name is Ryan Janke, and soon I will be joined by Pastor DJ Lura and Sarah DeYoung. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. And episode whatever this one ends up being. This is episode, episode. Here we go. I have to have a number in there to type it in to upload it. Just make one up. <laughs> type in one million. <laughs> zero, 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 zero. How many weeks is that if we did one a week? One million weeks from now. One million. <laughs> That's a lot of years. Yeah, see, we'll we'll never make it there. 52. Is that 20,000? Yeah. <laughs> I know this. I hope I don't live that long. <laughs> Holy moly. Are we recording already? Yep. We are recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is 19,230.7629 years. Oh, see? Wow. Don't forget the 6.629. Yeah. <laughs> Your life insurance will care to you. <laughs> Get on the, that uh, term policy now. Yep. 20,000 year policy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too good. How's everybody doing today? All right. That good, huh? I'm doing okay. I, I uh, um, I'm kind of blue, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm I'm blue because <laughs> if he was green, he would die. If I was green, I would die. Yes. Um. No, I I think about what's going on in our country right now. All of the the unrest, all of the chaos, all of the hurt, mm-hmm. and it just it, it saddens my heart, and rightly should. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, it should should sadden all of us. Um. The the things that have been going on, and a lot of times, um, you know, it's it's always there. It always happens there. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and even when it was in Minneapolis when it was going on in Minneapolis, I went, wow, that's a little close. You know, I've driven by some of those places and then all of a sudden it's in Fargo yeah. and I'm going, okay, this is here. Like it's yeah, not and, there anymore. And in making that distinction, you know, uh, what we're talking about is following the murder of, of George Floyd in, in Minneapolis by a police officer. Um, there were peaceful protests that broke out. We're not talking about the peaceful protests. Um, Although we all, I think, universally uh, are disgusted and appalled by what happened to George Floyd and want justice. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a person in this country that would be against that. And if they are, uh, they deserve to be condemned. Uh, yeah, I would hope not. But there's, there's universal um, rejection of the abuse of power that was caught on camera for all eyes to see. It was just, it, it was, it was disgusting. It was sickening. Yeah. Um, and there needs to be justice. They, and, there does. And that justice is moving. I mean, justice in the United States means that we are all equal under the rule of law. And 
the police officer is charged uh, with murder. Yeah. And there will be a day in court, and that is how justice is served. Yeah. Um, what, what hurts is not is the fact that we we have folks all over the country who are hurting because they think that the police are out to get them. Mm-hmm. And this is just the latest in a long line of wrongs. Right. And you know what? Um, they may be justified in feeling that way. Yeah. R- regardless mm-hmm. of whether it's true or not, uh, for the black community, there, there are historic sins in this country that I think as a nation we have worked to make right or at least to make better. Yeah. Um, the Civil War was fought to, to end slavery. You had the Civil Rights Movement in the 50s, 60s, and 70s yeah. um, to end systemic racism, uh, systemic racism being laws that set not everyone equal but made two different classes of people, rules for white folks and rules for everybody else. And um, the civil rights movement was to bring an end to that. Yeah. And in this day and age, I think everyone wants, or everyone should, if you're an American, uh, want everyone to be treated equally under the law. Yeah. So the hurt I see it is, is not even the peaceful protests. I mean, it, it hurts that they were even necessary, but they are necessary to work change. What is appalling is is those who would seek to take the message that the protesters are calling for, that, that black lives do matter, mm-hmm. and cause anarchy and chaos and destruction yeah, and murder. Mm-hmm. I mean, all those things, That's that needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, as you know, as a, a a white man, you know I have no idea what what they're feeling. I I've never uh, I've never felt like there's a cop. Oh my gosh, you know I've always thought, you know, if I get in trouble, the the people I'm going to call are the police. I've never had that feeling of, you know, I'm in trouble. Somebody else is in trouble. Who am I going to call? You know, it should be a no-brainer yep. that that you call the police and they're going to be there. Um, and so they're there to protect and serve, and and to think that you can't trust out of fear that those who are put in the position to be police officers can't be relied on has got to be just terrifying. Yeah, who do you go to? Right. Um, and and uh, you know, speaking of the. You know the the protests are are great. Um, the the peaceful protests are great. Yeah, we were just talking about you know here in Fargo, uh, there was a protest that, you know, I thought was very uplifting, very powerful, and healing in many ways. As you saw, our local police in Fargo, the police chief um, engaged. In a, in a thoughtful, conversational way that, that we're all in this together with uh, the Black Lives Matter um, organizers and everybody who came out for that. Um, I thought it was just so powerful to see. Yeah. And then you had mm-hmm. 
folks that hijacked it. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was hijacked and um and not from the same people. Right. It wasn't the protesters who were doing those things. Right. And that is where it, it was it was hijacked and it was made into something else and largely something selfish. Yeah. Um about not not about um you know, st- stopping uh, or or changing something for the good of everyone, right. it was made into me. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, and, you know, as Christians, like a couple of things, and, and we've talked about this before. Um, it is not my place to tell someone who is not me how they should feel in the midst of tragedy in the midst of, of death, in the midst of injustice. Um, my place really is just to listen and to suffer a bit with someone who is hurting in a different way than I am because they may look like George Floyd mm-hmm. or they may feel like the police are out to get them. Um, I don't know what that's like. I, 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 can, I can empathize with my own experiences. When I was a younger guy, there was a couple times I thought, Please keep picking on me. <laughs> I wasn't a bad kid, but uh, you know, um, you know, getting pulled over for doing nothing, and but that's not the same thing. No, and um, I think in our country, there's always a time for the majority, which is you know, this country is primarily people of European descent, by far, mm-hmm. to quit staring at our own belly buttons and see our neighbors around us. Um, and as a Christian, there's a couple things that I, that I want to say about this. When we're talking about racists or racism or prejudice in general, here, the, the simple fact for the Christian is that um, you cannot be a Christian and be racist. They are opposites of each other. Racism, um, just like any other ideology or worldview that seeks to subjugate someone else, for your gain, is evil. And as a Christian, I I even have a problem with the word race, like race relations, Mm -hmm. as if black people and white people, you know, even those phrases bother me. Right. As if that's a defining characteristic. Yeah. um, And that we're not all one human race. Right. Because as Christians, we believe that God created all people in his image, which means every single person that has breath in their lungs, that has blood in their bodies, um, is an image bearer of God and therefore has inherent value and worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more so, tribalism, Splitting people up into groups, I mean, that's, that's as old as Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not the intention of God that some are better than others before his eyes. And the proof of that is the cross. And that's the thing about the cross that, um, 
at least for Christians, we are humbled by our Lord who went to the cross because the cross judges something. Um, Jesus didn't just go to pay for our sins. The cross is the great judgment of the world because all are judged as being sinful and in need of a redeemer. Mm -hmm. It's the great equalizer. There's no longer man, woman, black, white, this group, that group. The whole world is judged, and it's judged to be sinners. Right. Right? Yeah. You can't say you're better than anybody. No. Because you're just as guilty. And you deserve, because of our sinful natures, because of our behavior that's being played out every day, if you didn't think people were sinners, turn on the TV, is selfishness. It's about being turned in on ourselves. It's about looking out only for me at the expense of everybody else or in spite of everybody else. The cross shows that all to be a lie of the devil because all are guilty, all are found to be sinful, which means we are all the same. And so for a Christian, who you are is not your skin color, it's not your gender, it's not your ethnicity, it's not any of those things, it's not your nationality. Your primary identity of who you are is that you are a forgiven child of God. Mm-hmm. And that's where you find your identity. All these other categories that we make up is really just to separate people into groups. And, you know, it's a, it's a highly political time in our country as well. It seems mm-hmm. like it never ends with the 24-7 news cycle and constant media uproar and social media uproar. We need to recognize that none of that defines who we are. It's Christ and what he's done for us that defines who you are. And if you are a forgiven child of God, made in the image of God, then it changes how you look at your neighbors. They're not in that group or this group. That person is loved by God, too. Mm -hmm. And that person has a God, too. That also gets me to think about God's commands to everybody. You know, there's a reason why God said, you shall not murder. Because there are catastrophic consequences of that behavior. And God also says, you shall not steal. Mm -hmm. Because there's catastrophic consequences that harms your neighbor. See, God loves your neighbor so much that he gives rules to you to keep evil and sin in check. And God loves you so much that he gives those same rules to your neighbor. And what I think about when I saw what happened to George Floyd, that's what popped in my head. You shall not murder. Mm -hmm. And then when I saw the rioting and the looting, it was you shall not steal. Because how many people are suffering in the same way that George Floyd suffered? by the destroying of their livelihood, by the death and destruction. How many people have died because of these riots across uh, the country? I don't know. I, I, um, I would have to look to see what that number is, but um, I just uh, heard about another one this morning of a, uh, someone who got uh, ran over by a truck in St. Louis. Um, I, I, he was, um, uh, I believe he was with a group who was, uh, stealing things off of a FedEx truck. Uh, and so the driver took off and he got driven over. Um, but 
you know, there, there was an incident in Dallas, um, a, a man trying to protect his store or some kind of shop, mm-hmm. um, and, and he was killed. Um, it's, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, people are, like you said, livelihoods destroyed, lives, mm-hmm. lives destroyed, um, well, and even even along with that, the fabric of our cultural contracts, social contracts with each other, um, that trust is being broken down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I thought that the protests, the peaceful protests in Fargo, and I'm sure the peaceful protests all over the country, are bringing understanding and awareness between groups that are thought to be against each other, and they're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, police forces, the vast, vast, vast majority of, of policemen uh, in this country see the duty of putting on the uniform to truly serve and protect their neighbors as a calling. And yet, if there is not trust, then then of course there's going to be the expectation that this person is in a position of power to harm me rather than help me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to, we need to restore the trust between the police and the black community, especially. Um, I don't have the answers as to how to do that, but I think the peaceful protest is a good start. Yeah. Because what's at stake, I think more than anything, rather than putting a label on racist, you know, I mean, there are racist people all over the place. Mm -hmm. And yet I don't think most Americans are racist. And like I said, as, as a Christian, that is antithetical to the gospel. Right. Racism as a worldview is antithetical to the gospel, but also is abuse of power. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw the protests as a way to to speak, to voice a change that we the people can make to call out abuses of power. Now, I don't know how often abuses of power happen. They they may happen a lot more than is reported. Yeah. They may happen a lot less. It doesn't matter. Right. Because that sense of trust is so broken. And everyone should be concerned, regardless of what your skin color is or where you live or whether you're a man or a woman, in the abuse of power by the powerful. Yeah. That that there has to be a check on that. And that means speaking out and and voting, um, getting into positions of power, people who will bring about real change that restores a sense of trust, uh, restores order, um, and creates what the United States has promised to be since its founding, and it's had a lot of bumps along the way to get there and is still working to get there, but equal justice for all. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and these are things that Christians should strive for as well. Um, yeah. So, so what do we do? I mean, we pray. Uh, we, we talk to um, our you know, not just uh, fellow Christians, but but you know, we open that conversation with as many people as we can. Um, but 
you know, as Christians, what what can we <laughs> what can we do? What what is the answer? We pray, we listen, we walk humbly with our Lord. Um, we love our neighbors, as um, we would we would, and we treat our neighbors the way that we want to be treated. We shine the light of Christ mm-hmm. uh, by not playing into the game of separating people up into different groups. And, you know, when people get all fired up, <laughs> social media, for example, just scroll away or, or turn yeah. it off. Um, you can only take care of what is yourself and the area that God has given you influence to take care of. Um, I, get to know your police. Get to know. Get to know your neighbors and love them and support them. Um, I I, I was just going to say this point about like when people get angry about a term like like Black Lives Matter. The thing about it is that black lives do matter. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that all lives matter matter or, or or that's not to say as if everyone else doesn't matter it's not it's just right now especially the black community is hurting more than the rest of us mm-hmm. and to rebuild trust is like the the police at the at the protest in dialogue with the protesters taking pictures with them i saw these great pictures on facebook about um the protests in fargo with officers talking with the protesters and laughing together mm-hmm. and joining hands. And, and I, I, I saw the, the police chief holding up a sign that said, Justice, Justice for George. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's how you rebuild trust. Yeah. And that's how you show people that don't think that their lives matter because of whatever they've been told or whatever they've experienced by those in positions of power Black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Well, and just the simplicity of you don't have to go out to try to change the world, but if you just go out and show that you care for people and listen your, to them. Yeah, love your neighbor. And, you know, frankly, um, <laughs> I hope I don't get – look, white folks, shut your mouth and just listen. Listen mm-hmm. to your neighbors of color. Just listen. You don't have to agree with everything. Right. But, but they want to be heard too, just like you want to be heard. Um, that's, I think that would make a world of difference for so many things. If we would just stop staring at our own belly buttons, stop opening up our cake holes and saying whatever comes to our head and just listen to our neighbors and suffer with them for a while. Yeah. Uh, And, and to go back to something, uh, you know, Facebook, uh, um, Twitter, there's plenty of trolls out there as, as it is. Um, I, I think that it's, it's one of those, you know, a, a vicious cycle where, um, people post things, they're angry, so they post something yep. and then, uh, it's, you know, it sets somebody else off and it just goes around and around and around. I, I think that with social media, um, it goes back to that. Uh, just just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you've got, 
you know, a voice on Facebook, a voice on Twitter, a voice on YouTube, you know, all these Snapchat, all these different places, just because you can uh, post your your ideas, maybe some of them just hang on to. You have a notes app in your phone? Most people do. That's a great <laughs> journal. Yeah, Let's go back to journaling. Down. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think a, a lot of that, um, I think a lot of, like I said, there's trolls, of course, and they're just going out to, you know, gaslight and, and do that kind of thing. But I think there's a lot of good people who don't filter um, and then come across as somebody that they're not. Um, and that just compounds the problem continually. Well, I would also add to that people who are kind of sharing the sensationalized, the rioting footage and, you know, all that type of stuff, the brutality footage and stuff like that. Yes, that stuff people need to see, but I always link it back to Ryan. You probably learned about this too in communications of the importance when there's mass killings or, you know, unfortunately like school shooters and stuff like that. You shouldn't be giving nicknames to serial killers. You shouldn't be mm-hmm. sharing the names of the people who did the... Remember the people who lost their lives, who exactly. are the victims. Yeah. Don't give that attention to the people who are doing the bad things because it's rewarding them for their bad behavior, for lack of a better term. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, in, in the United States, um, our DNA is liberty and freedom. Um. That's how it was intended, and it's taken us 250 years to figure out how to do it better, uh, that all men and women are created equal, mm-hmm. that every, every man is a king and every woman is a queen in this country. We don't have tyrants who rule over us. Um, we have elected officials. We are a constitutional or a democratic republic. That means the power is in the hands of the people. Well, who's the people? It's all of us. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not different groups of people. We are the people. We are all Americans. Um, and there's always this balancing act between liberty and security. Now, you need a government. You need governments in order to protect the rights of the individual mm-hmm. um, so that their rights are not infringed upon. Well, when abuses of power come, this is the call for everybody to say, nope, we're not going to have it. Mm-hmm. There needs to be rule of law for everybody. So what's happening, as I mentioned before, the officer who was on tape um, killing uh, uh, George Floyd, the Lord's command, you shall not murder. I mean, all of our laws in this country, uh, whether you believe it or not, um, all can be tied back to the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. In Western culture especially. Uh, The one book used more than any other books in the founding of our country was the book of Deuteronomy. Um, But you had murder, you shall not murder, happen to someone who was already in a position of of complying. I mean, uh, handcuffed behind his back and so on. Well, it, it's, a, it's an egregious abuse of power. It, it was it was horrible. Um, and there are going to be consequences for that because mm-hmm. the rule of law is actually working here. Right. Um, the man who did the crime is going to have his day in court. That's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have people saying... 
that it's not just that one case. There's continual abuses of power. Well, now the pressure can be on to say, let's change that uh, so that those abuses of power do not take place. But what we can't do is vilify and condemn an entire vocation as if all police are out to get people. Yeah. And we can't vilify an entire group of people who are crying out for justice and say, well, they're all rioters and looters. Mm -hmm. That's, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Uh, Those who have violated the law, the law will, the law accuses, you shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Mm -hmm. Um, and as Christians, part of prayer and trusting in God is giving all of our wants, needs, hurts, all of it, handing it to God, praying to God for peace, for justice, and then living as if God will provide those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important, I think, to keep in mind. Justice is happening. It has not completely broken down. Right. And and sometimes, unfortunately, uh, it takes longer than you want it to take. Yep. Um, because we still, you know, um, have a, a system that you know allows for a, a fair trial. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, the argument can be made that that it took a little longer than it should have uh, for for the officer to be arrested. Um, but there's still a process. There's still a process, and there's there's going to be accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, in speaking about the rioting and so on, that does not help the cause. That hurts it. Hijacks it. Yeah. Hijacks it. It it. It's like gaslighting. If you've ever been <laughs> gaslit on Facebook or social media, to use that mm-hmm. example as we were talking before, well, you're real quick to then. Well, you know, what, what's the, what's the meme? Um, I've never changed anyone's opinion with a with a, a message on Facebook or something like that. You haven't? <laughs> no, no. But it, people end up gaslighting each other. Mm-hmm. Trolls. And, yeah, and it's the same with this. Uh, if you are for justice for George Floyd, um, then you need to do two things. You need to recognize what is real and what isn't, and you can't conflate two things like the protests and the riots. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to speak out against both. You have to speak out against abuses of power mm-hmm. by police. You have to speak out about abuses of power by the mob. Yeah. Because they're both wrong. Yeah. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. Yeah. And, um, it is terrible that it, it, uh, uh, it takes away, um, from, from the main point which is, you know, to make sure that justice is served and to uh, do what we can to change, you know, abuses of power and things like like what are going on um, and the looting and the rioting and, um, and that stuff, um, again, you know, makes it not about any of that. It makes it about taking advantage of, like you said, it hijacks it. It hijacks it, and it takes advantage of, um, like, well, you know, here in Fargo, uh, take that. You know, you had uh, police in riot gear uh, forming a line and um, letting everybody know, you know, they uh, 
they were in a lose-lose situation here in town. Um, and I, I feel like they gave lots and lots of, um, you know, they, they said, Hey, we're going to do this. This is your time frame." And they went way beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they, they did that over and over, but as they had that line, uh, and there were, there were, uh, protesters or, or rioters in between the police and other protesters and rioters, you know, they were smashing into, into businesses right downtown on first Avenue and, and stealing. I mean, it, you know, um, a couple of the news channels were down there and it was happening live on TV. They're just walking in and, you know, having a beer on the sidewalk. Yeah. Well, you know, tear gas is flying around. Yeah. What are you doing down Which, there? You know, I gotta say I was, um, grateful to the, um, the Black Lives Matter organizers mm-hmm. that went on TV speaking yeah. when that was happening and mm-hmm. said, we condemn this. Actually, this is, yeah. they came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had left, I yeah, believe, yeah. and they came back. They came yep. back and said, this is not what we're about. We condemn this because, you know, I think the police acted admirably in the face of looters and rioters. They're not the same as the people who were protesting for justice. Right. They're not. Um well, it was obvious to anyone who could who who could see what was going on down there. Mm-hmm. These are two different groups, and there's 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 people out there that just they want to see things burn, and they want to see people split up, and they want to see people uh, attacking each other. Whether it's people who are truly you know white supremacists, whatever the heck that means, or mm-hmm. you know those who think that white folk are better than other folk, which. <laughs> So so stupid. There's, it, so well, watch, when I was watching the live streams, there was just times where I was like, because it was a population of people who were mostly my age, and I was like, you've watched The Purge one too many times, yeah. mm-hmm. and this was just your 24-hour period, because you saw people walking with open containers downtown, and you, mm-hmm. it was like everything that could happen was basically happening. Yep. Right, yeah. And, and you're seeing that happen across the, the country, yeah. and it's just, it's like, and, and I know you have agitators in those places that would have loved to see a, a fight break out that mm-hmm. are, are the, you know, the neo-Nazi types yeah. would love that. Um, but it also but, seems like there are others that all, you know, anarchists and people like that that just want to see, want to sow chaos and turn people against each other. For the Christian, that is antithetical to everything that we believe. Right. Well, things like what ha- what are, what are happening all over the country for those people uh, that you just mentioned, uh, the white supremacists, the anarchists, those people, um, doing that stuff is good for business. Right. For them. Right. Because they can continue to to say uh, the things that they that they are saying the ra- you know the racist things that they're saying. Um, I mean, it was it was on the news. Nobody can deny it. You can go back and watch it. They they were egging on the Fargo PD, and what they were doing was waiting for Fargo PD to react so that they could say, "Look what they did." Well, and exactly. You have to give so much. I give so much kudos to Fargo PD because most of them were working nineteen twenty hour shifts, and mm-hmm. then a majority of them then had to turn around the next day yeah. and deal with graduation and a new world of covid so you have kind of the i don't want to call them whiners but kind of the whiners yeah of saturday night who are out looking to put on a show and to mm-hmm. destroy things to then turn around to deal with the derogatory the karens of the world who were complaining that they couldn't <laughs> go to their kids graduation yeah so they have the two spectrums and it's like 
that's not what they signed up for for their job. Well, and not only that, though, but um, I had heard about this as well. So Grand Forks PD came down to mm-hmm. reinforce, and they had just lost an officer. Yep. Um, officer uh, Cody, is it Holt or Holty? Holty. 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 Yeah, he yep. has the E on the end. Yep. Um, and how how devastating that was. Uh, a, a young man who was murdered mm-hmm. um, for doing his job. Yeah. You know, wasn't out to hurt anybody, was just doing his job and and was shot by, a, and there you have God's command against speaking, you shall not murder. There are consequences, devastating, catastrophic consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but they came down to help. And I heard the same thing about other places too, came to reinforce. And I, again, uh, thought that the officers acted admirably all day long. Yeah. Yeah. At, with with the protest and then in restoring order and for all the city workers and the people who came out the next day mm-hmm. and helped to rebuild and clean up mm-hmm. that, that area that was damaged. Cleaned it up quick, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, you know, I, I said, you know, things like, like that divide sort of thing are, is good for business. What's good for business for the Christian is to point to Jesus. Absolutely. And, and to do what, what we're, what we're called to do and to, you know, not throw gas on a fire, mm-hmm. not, exactly. not engage in the, in anything that's not productive. Point to Jesus, die to yourself, recognizing that you are no better and no worse than anybody else, that you are a beloved, forgiven child of God and so is your neighbor. Um, and because you are loved by God, you are now free to love your neighbor, which means to suffer with your neighbor mm-hmm. and to see your neighbor's needs and wants as being just a little bit more important than your own. Jesus has a way of turning us selfish sinners into selfless. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to be conformed to Christ. Um, and that's what we're called to be. We can't fix all the problems. That's that that leave that to Jesus, but for the problems around you, He's called you to love your neighbors and to suffer with them, mm-hmm. and to point to Him. Yeah, well said. Yeah, point to Jesus. Love God, love people. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, you know, you can do it anywhere, including your vocation, regardless what it is. Point to Jesus. I think. Uh, and yeah. rest in him. Mm-hmm. Rest in him when the storm is raging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Tough conversation yeah. this week. It's not well, a typical that podcast no. here. Maybe all of us would, would be better served, again, to have these kinds of conversations and to really listen to not just try to get our point across, but to really listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to your neighbors. See them as neighbors. See them as made in the image of God. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, uh, 7.7 billion people in this world. <laughs> and we all feel and we all hurt and we all um, come at things from different life experience and... and um, to 
you know, not recognize that is to be, is, is to put some blinders on. It's staring at your own belly button. Staring at your own belly button, <laughs> as Martin Pastor Luther, DJ likes to say. Martin Luther said, you get turned inward on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what sin is. It's getting turned inward on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jesus frees us of that. To see our neighbor. And to love him. Yeah. So, I appreciate the good conversation this week. Sarah, you look like you have something to say. I, I'm good. You're good. I do. Well, I, this isn't a good comparison. I just always, I always think of this when you ever, you say looking down at your belly button. Have you guys seen the movie miracle? No. Disney movie miracle about the, the, the hockey? hockey team. Oh yeah. 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 You got to watch Ryan. It's one of the best. It's I was born in 1978. Well, is that an excuse it, in this case? Nope. It's in my uh, top. <laughs> I think it's a tie for two with my top Wait a minute. heartwarming Wait. Disney movies. Wait a minute. So, when when did that come out? What What would you consider? What oh. would you consider better? Because this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Is Remember the Titans? And but I think of the Miracle as being Miracle and Remember right the Titans are my tie for two. Glory Road is number one. Oh, okay. If, okay. Ooh, that'll get your heartstrings. Okay. Especially mm. with the current. Uh, situations that are happening right now. But so I always think of, you know, the scene when right after they play Norway and tie coach, Herb Brooks has them do up downs on the ice until like literally the janitor is like, I need to close the place, please yeah. leave. Mm-hmm. And the goal of it is because he'll go and ask him occasionally, you know, what's your name and who do you play for? And the message he's trying to get across is my name's so-and-so and I play for team USA. And mm-hmm. it's all these people who are thinking of, Oh, I'm, they're I'm all so about so, themselves. Yeah, I play for this team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, stop staring at your belly button. Stare at the team that's on yeah. your jersey. Look yeah. around you. Yes. human. It's just like that. Human race is on your jersey. Stop worrying about the name on the back. Exactly. We're Team Jesus. Right. Yep. We better be. Yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the only way out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other options just don't look that good. <laughs> don't work that well. <laughs> See how that works yeah. out for you. Yeah. yeah. Pray us out of here, Ryan. I'm I'm praying. Go for it. Ooh, okay. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you for uh, blessing us uh, to live in a country where we can talk about these things. Lord, we ask that um, we also listen. Uh, and we, we ask that... Um, everyone would listen and we would point to you uh, and um, think of the old, uh, the old, the old saying, what would Jesus do? Um, Let's, let's do what Jesus would do. And uh, let's continue this discussion in a productive manner. Uh, And Lord, I pray for justice um, and I pray for peace in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay, um, that's it for this week. Uh, we will be back again, just like clockwork, next week. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a, can, 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 can I give a teaser too? Like Go nothing is official yet, but hopefully within uh, a week or two, we'll we'll be able to give a major announcement. Major, yeah. a major, major announcement. Huge, I, huge announcement. I I, uh, I actually I thought of that too. I'm glad you brought it up because. Yeah, the, we we can't say anything yet, 
It's exciting. But though. there's there's something in the hopper. So <laughs> tune in. Two weeks. <laughs> two, two weeks ish. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next week.